friends, welcome to the Sunday Sermon segment of We Need God. Please listen as Father Carrozza offers his homily for today, which was recorded live in St. Anne's Parish. Have you ever talked with somebody who came back maybe from a big convention today? We're all excited to go on. And they come back and they say, so, how was the convention? And they say, it was about as exciting as watching grass grow. Mm. Yeah. I think that pretty much sums up boring, watching grass grow. Nobody does that for entertainment. You would never find somebody having a grass growing relay race. Imagine several people sitting down, each one watching a different grade of class and saying, come on, grow, grow, grass, grow, grow, beat this plate out. Yeah, 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 we're going to win this. Of course not. You'd never do anything like that. If you try to look at grass or plants, vegetable plants that maybe we've recently put in our garden, and you sit there and stare at them, nothing is happening. And you could possibly get a little despondent and say, you know, when is something going to happen here? It's not growing. But in fact, we know it is. In fact, any of you who have lawns know that you mow your lawn one day and it's perfectly nice, just to the right length, and then you get some rain and a few days later you have to mow, mow it again. Even though you don't see it growing, it is growing. And the vegetables may look like just little plants right now, but eventually they do begin to grow and bear fruit without our even seeing it and knowing how it's done. And that's the image that Jesus used in one of the parables he tells today about the growth of the kingdom of God. Now, for over the centuries, there has been a lot of debate as to exactly what Jesus meant by the kingdom of God. But I've always felt that the kingdom of God meant things being the way they were meant to be. Everything, of course, was destroyed by original sin. God gave us a perfect world. He gave Adam and Eve paradise. But then the temptation of the devil and original sin altered all of that. The devil had his chance to work, and everything's been turned upside down. And we constantly come back to original sin, because that is the origin of everything. And since that time, our whole world has been disturbed. And we've been trying to put it back together again, making the world around us that so often has so much pain and so much suffering make it meaningful again. And Jesus, who says the kingdom of God is here, has come to show us the way to make it right again, to show us how to make sure our lives can be what he means them to be. And that growth does not happen automatically. Sometimes we look for lightning bolt strikes, you know, moments where instantly we're converted to the Lord and everything is right again in our lives. And sometimes they do happen. We refer to them as Pauline conversions. Our born-again Christian friends like to call it being born again. But we can't make it a requisite for everyone that everyone has to have a moment like that. Those whom God gives it to, wonderful. But for most other people, the faith in us and growing closer to the Lord, the kingdom of God in our hearts grows very gradually, slowly by slowly, almost imperceptibly. In fact, without our even realizing that we're growing in the faith. And even the smallest bit of faith within us, if we nurture it, can grow into something great that is going to affect other people. But like looking at grass growing, we might say, hey, it's not growing, and get disappointed, even despondent. Sometimes in our lives, assuming we're struggling and trying to grow in the faith and have a real spiritual life in the Lord, we nevertheless sometimes see the journey, and we always see the top of the mountain ahead of us, and we never seem to be there. No matter how much we climb, there's always more to go. 
and it can be disappointing to us sometimes. Of course, we're never going to reach the top of the mountain until we're finally in heaven. Only then are we perfectly related, becoming one with God. But we're making progress sometimes without our even realizing it. And maybe sometimes what we have to do is stop and look behind us and look how far we've in fact come. So if you're climbing a mountain and you see the top is always there, look back and see, wow, I was all the way down there. I've come a long way since. And that should strengthen us to know that little by little, day by day, as we're trying to follow the Lord, yeah, in the midst of our weaknesses and our sins and the setbacks that we have, nevertheless, if we are truly hanging in there, we are making progress closer to the Lord. Sometimes we just don't see it because it grows in us very gradually. And when it does, when it starts to take fruit within our lives, we may not see the one day that, unlike a flower, you might say, oh, today is the day the flower bloomed. We may not see that in our own lives, but it is happening. And sometimes we see it best by the words of others, what they say to us. If you've ever had anybody in your life say to you, I feel much closer to the Lord since you've been in my life, or you've made me feel better about myself, you've given me strength to move on in this life, then count yourself tremendously blessed because you're doing something wonderful for God. Because the faith and that seed of faith that you've been nurturing and watering is, is blossoming. And it's showing fruits in the ability for other people to see God active in your life. And once we can do that in our own lives and then affect somebody else, somebody else is affected by what we've done, then they let the faith and the seed that God planted in them at their baptism nourish and grow. They begin to affect others. And it spreads to other people, to more and more, and eventually takes over and brings the kingdom of God about in everyone we see. And that, my friends, is the answer. The answer to all the problems we see in the world around us. As we look at the newspapers and hear the stories on TV, the internet, wherever we get our news, we can get really down. We can look at the world around us and say, you know, this is terrible. Where is the world going? You know, things are just seem to be worse and worse, and we look for people to make changes, and they don't happen. What's going to happen? Well, I always say, I look to Christ, because I say, yes, I'm convinced that the reason why we have a lot of the problems we're having in our world today, at least in Western society, is because we have abandoned God. Somehow we think we can handle things on our own. We don't need God anymore. Many people have claimed that the United States and Western Europe are becoming a post-Christian society. And we see the majority of people no longer worshiping God, no longer coming to church, not even believing in Him, thinking we can do it on our own. And what's happening? We're killing each other. And we've got fights going on from one side to the other, and there's almost no respect for anybody else out there. Each group is out there fighting for their own selfish interests, their own desires, and lambasting and putting down the others. And it's amazing to pe see people who are demanding respect for themselves, showing absolutely no respect whatsoever to people who disagree with them. And how can disagreement and insult after insult after insult ever bring peace in the world? It's not going to happen. And we look forward to, often to politics, to be the answer. We think, you know, oh, we get a new president or a new governor or a new person here or there, whatever it may be, and that will change things. And maybe one or two of the laws that they pass or the things, the policies they initiate, maybe they make a little difference. But by and large, they tend to disappoint us. How many times over the years we've done that? Every time we elect a new person to office, we say, things are going to be better now. 
they never are. And we have the same miseries over and over again. Because it is not politicians who are going to bring about the kingdom of God and the righteousness and the world the way God meant it to be. That is going to happen through you and me. We are the instruments of the change. And that will happen when you and I take our faith seriously and strive to grow each and every day closer to the Lord and truly live as disciples of Christ. When we see the faith not merely as something that seems pie in the sky or something we do for an hour or so on Sunday morning at Mass, but the way we live our lives each and every day, when we live a faithful life as disciples of Christ, it will make us better people, it helps us deal with the difficulties in an easier way, and it will be attractive to others. People will look at us and say, how do you do it? You read all this horrible stuff in the news, how do you still remain happy? We say, very simple, because Christ is still Lord. Jesus has still won the victory, and he has guaranteed eternal life to all who believe in him. So as horrible as everything in the world may seem to be, Christ ultimately will triumph, and we will triumph with him if we remain on his side. It's as simple as that. But that growth in our society is not going to come right away. It's not going to be an immediate thing. In fact, I'm often very skeptical of things that offer immediate results. For example, imagine you saw some diet ad that said, lose 50 pounds in three days. I think right away we say there's something wrong there. No, we know very well that the things that last are the things that grow over the course of time, little by little. And our faith is the same thing. The, the uh, Christians, the early Christians, ultimately conquered the Roman Empire, the empire that used all of its might to try to wipe out this new faith. And not only did the Roman Empire fail, but ultimately embraced Christianity as its official religion. And that didn't happen overnight. Certainly, Constantine was a big part of that, but long before Constantine could come along, there had to be the witness of other Christians. And what many people saw along the way, many pagans were noticing, even though the Christians are persecuted, put to death for their faith, they still follow it. They still remain close to the Lord, and they're even helping other pagans who used to at one point persecute them. And it was their witness that was contagious, and they said, this faith that makes you act so differently, why does it do that? And what it's done for you, I want it to do for me. And that's how the faith will grow. So you and I are the instruments of change. If we want the world to be Christ-centered again, we want the kingdom of God to come, as the Lord talks about in the Gospel reading, then we need to just live out the faith each and every day. Show by our own life how much peace God gives us, even in the midst of the chaos around us. And when people can see what it does for us, they may desire for themselves, and once they find it, they will bring it to other people, and the kingdom of God, which starts maybe with just a mustard seed, a tiny little thing that you and I may say or do with, for someone else, can grow into something so big that so many people will see it and it will change the face of the earth. My brothers and sisters, the Lord challenges us today to be people of faith, not to worry about overnight results, not to expect everything to come right away, but just follow the Lord in the daily grind. In what we do each and every day, in the simplest of our tasks, in everything we do, show the world what a difference Christ makes in our lives. And if even just one person in our family, one person at work, somebody in our neighborhood sees the difference that it makes, we've made the difference in one person, and maybe they can go out and make the difference in another. And that is the way that the kingdom of God, indeed, will be 
accomplished and realized here on the earth. May Jesus Christ be praised, now and forever. Thank you for listening to this week's homily by Father Carrozza. If you enjoyed this homily, please pass the word on to your friends and invite them to listen. For more materials from Father Carrozza, please visit www.fathercarrozza.com.